Hey, this is Kat Kahn from Knoxville, Tennessee. And Tanya Rice from Minneapolis, Minnesota. We are grateful you've joined us. And we cannot wait to share with you the musings of a couple of yogis. We hope you learn, laugh, and enjoy. And we hope you will share with us any of your comments or questions. Without further ado, this is Two Pittas on a Pod. Hey, Tanya. Hey, Kat. How are you? I'm good. Yeah? Yeah. I am excited for talking about adaptogens. I am kind of, I mean, I guess I've known about adaptogens for a long time, but I'm really, I'm regularly now. I think uh, the growing trend is moving towards adaptogens, and mm-hmm. I think it's pretty cool. I think I was introduced to them specifically or more specifically or more broadly. I don't know how you want to say it, but... When I was maybe just a couple of years into owning the studio and I was introduced to my first apothecary then and, you know, we sold some products in the studio and now since then have like broadened. So now we have a whole display of adaptogens in the studio mm-hmm. from powders to tinctures to all the things now. It's teas and, and everything. So we use them and sell them quite frequently in the studio, which I love because I love the mm-hmm. growing popularity, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you love to see people people wanting to take a little more control of their life. And for people that don't know, adaptogens are just plants that help your body deal with stress for the most part. It's generally looked at as helping with stress. Of course, it can help with other things as well, but a lot of other challenges in our bodies either cause stress or or are caused by stress. Um, They're typically herbs or roots that help us to different stressors and bring us back to more of a balance, more of a homeostasis in our lives. Yeah. Yeah. I love that because like, as I was doing backup research, right, the actual term comes from the fact that it helps you adapt, right? Mm-hmm. It helps your hormones rebalance so that those stress responses are what they call less impacted. When the body is in stress, it goes through a term called GAS, which is general adaption syndrome. And that's actually a medical term. And so that's where they took the term adapt, adaptogens from, is to Mm -hmm. help with this adaption syndrome that we have in life with alarm, with resistance, with exhaustion. And so adaptogens, like you say, are plant-based. They're herbs, they're powders, they're extracts, they're tinctures, they're Mm -hmm. teas. It's pretty much anytime you can take a plant and you can dry it, you can use the tea, the leaves for tea, or you can crush them and turn them into a powder, or you can crush them and then rehydrate them and turn them into a tincture, which is sometimes like when you buy a tincture, you notice like you have to shake it because it settles. Mm -hmm. That's because like all those like powdered leaves, the bottom kind of rejuvenate when they get Mm -hmm. liquid, right? So yeah, it's super cool. And you know, when I was first introduced, I was like, okay, I mean, I can give this a try. I'm I'm down for anything. And it was introduced to me in the form of lovely things that I could put in a cup, which I love warm things in a cup. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I'm not going to say no to that. And if you tell me it's going to make me feel better, sure, I'm, I'm down with that. Yeah. Too. Right? So now, now I can both feel better and have a lovely warm cup of something. I love how, you know, they can even help, a, help boost our immune system as well and keep our immune system strong. Something going into the fall and winter that we all think about what can we do to keep our immune system strong, different adaptogens that can help with mental stress, with anxiety, just even with energy, instead of reaching for a cup of coffee. In fact, that's kind of what I did today. (laughs) Sipping some tea with some of my
I blew me in in it. Love it. Love it. Right. So that adaptogen, what it does is it helps you stay in what they call resistance phase in your central nervous system, meaning that you're able to work through that stress in short term much better. And as you continue to use adaptogens, it leaves lasting lasting effects for long term. So it's a little bit like building muscle memory even in your central nervous system or rewiring neural pathways so that your stress response is not so quick, right? And so those adaptogens really do help us adapt to that sort of stress response we're always talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do think that it was interesting too that as I was going through like the backup, you know, research that I was looking at, you know, sometimes it would take you literally to like an apothecary site where it was like all oh, pro adaptogens. But then sometimes it would take you to like a westernized medicine where they'd be like, well, they say it'll do this, but it hasn't <laughs> been researched. Like it was just so funny. But mm-hmm. yet on the one site that I found, I, I think, don't remember if it was through Healthline or WebMD, you know, after it went through this whole journey of blah, blah, blah for adaptogens, at the bottom it says, but there are some synthetic adaptogens that are now being made. And I was like, oh, so if you don't Why would we adaptogens... Do <laughs> are working in the first yeah. place why would we try to synthesize them like oh okay hi mm-hmm. what's the irony in that you know if if our listeners do want to look at any site that's um western medicine that does believe in this you know I, I quote cleveland clinic a lot credible information on adaptogens they believe that you know it does help with the stress anxiety fatigue but they also said that adaptogens can help with overall well-being whenever we and you know tanya and i always do our disclaimer here we're never saying oh, go take this and quit taking your anti-anxiety meds. You know, we're definitely not encouraging people to come off meds that their doctors have taken. It's just something to explore that may come, may help, you know, help with some things. But I know there's a lot of times you want to make sure the doctor know what additives you may be taking because some of them do have drug interactions. Um, so you do want to make sure about that. Yeah, absolutely. So if your doctor's asking about prescriptions, also mention supplements of all kinds because I, mm-hmm. I always list mine. But yeah, like back to your point of like what adaptogens can help with is like stress, both mental and physical stress, which I think Mm -hmm. is important to bring up because most people's assumption is that it's mental stress you're talking about, but it can also be physical stress. So if you're a person who's working overnights, that's physically stressing the body and adaptogens can truly help you adapt to that situation. It can also help with pain and inflammation, especially inflammation from osteoarthritis or rheumatoid arthritis. Mm -hmm. And it can help with fibromyalgia, which tends to be, you know, commonly diagnosed now with generalized pain that people or doctors can't explain. Mm -hmm. And then it can also help with sleep problems. And it can also help with hormone problems. You and I have talked about doing hormone episode. And we've talked about like premenstrual hormone issues. We've talked about growth hormone issues, but also like menopause balancing, like adaptogens are great for all of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
super Absolutely. Cool you know, a lot of times you hear people talking about our increase in cortisol levels. And, you know, I worry about increasing my cortisol level because I'm always worried about getting more abdominal fat. But if I hear that something may help reduce cortisol levels, I jump on that immediately. But one thing I didn't really think about, but cortisol goes up when your stress goes up, when any kind of stress, like you mentioned, the mental or the physical goes up. And when that happens, your immune system decreases, your sleep decreases, your anxiety decreases, that calming ease in your life goes away. And so I guess I, I like that little buzzword if I hear decreased cortisol, but it's more than just, you know, decreasing my waist size. It really can help night and day with, you know, my overall well-being and well health. Because in the long run, overexposure to cortisol is really occasional stress is normal and occasional increases in cortisol. I mean, we have those. If we're getting out of danger, we're going to have an increase in cortisol. But long exposed exposure to cortisol levels can be pretty toxic and it can cause cause weight gain, digestive problems, heart problems, sleep disorders, and even it's not even good for your brain. Keeps yeah. your brain a little foggier. Yeah. That's why the effects of adaptogens is so fantastic because not only does it help in the short term, but it really does also set you up for better success in the long term. And so mm -hmm. it's like building up a little bit of resistance each time so that when stress comes in, your body handles it better each time, assuming that you continue taking the adaptogen. You don't get to just take it today and assume that it's going to help you in two years. Like that's not, mm -hmm. that's not how they function. And I have added quite a few in my supplement regime, which, you know, I, I hadn't been doing previously, but man, I just really like it. And, you know, I feel like it has, you know, helped me shift away from some of the other things that I was doing because now I feel like I have such a better balance in my body. It's great. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, I agree. Most of my I know you and I both have different places that we get our adaptogen from. I really like the apothecary with a K.com and they have such a great selection. I have gone to the site that you use and I love to. I just got started with Apothecary first, but I wrote down just some of the ones that, and I didn't get the Do Not Disturb, which I use that every single night to help me sleep and it just kind of calms you and helps you go. But, um, some of the ones that I like is Slay All Day. It's got ginseng in it and it helps with stress and helps balance hormones and boosts your, your immunity. Ashwagandha is is another that a lot of people use. Um, it helps balance hormones and reduces overall stress. And the supplement that in is kind of a blended supplement, but it's called Chill the F Out. And it tastes kind of like mocha. So I, I drink my cough black. So I throw that in and it's got kind of just a little nice hint, a nice flavor to it. Maca, the one that's great for energy. And actually maca boosts your libido too. Who knew? Uh, reishi mushrooms there's a supplement that i do that's called mind over matter that helps with cognitive function i really need to focus on something important a lot of times i'll mix that with some tea and that's a powerful anti-inflammatory it helps boost your immune system as well cordyceps mushroom is boosts your energy and your stamina and the one that i use it's a blend also and it's called you do you and it's d-e-w-u and it also 
helps with your skin, so that's kind of nice. I'm going to probably brutalize and correct my pronunciation. Astragalus. Astragalus. It boosts immunity and it also helps with gut health. Like if you feel really bloaty or gassy, you can um, take that. I usually use that honestly with some of my protein um, at night and it's very, very nice. And there is a uh, Shisandra berry that supports liver health and is kind of an anti-ager for your skin. And the company that I use has one called and a blend with this and it tastes very fruity and they call theirs better than both. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to say, I do love all the names they have on theirs. They're kind of, eh, they're kind of silly and, but I do like them a lot. Do you have any other ones that you use regularly? Uh, yeah. So I, I do use uh, several different ones, but I was just kind of going down the list, the roots that we that you brought up so specifically ashwagandha ashwagandha is comes from evergreens in india and it's used for anti-aging and stress reduction and ashwagandha you can depending on what you're looking for it can be found in a tea it can be found in a liquid it can be found in a powder it can be found in an extract like i mean you can use it any which way the ones i buy are in pill form and i take them in the morning. So it's all, you know, dependent on what you're looking for, right? The other one is called Tulsi, which is a holy basil. Mm -hmm. And uh, actually doTERRA sells it in an oil, which is quite lovely because you can diffuse it and it's fantastic. Like, right, the smell again, it just lovely, but it's great for coughs and colds. So if someone's not feeling well in the house, you can be diffusing it with maybe a little bit of eucalyptus or peppermint and it just makes the house smell fantastic but it also just helps with you know calming the um, lungs and keeping the coughs settled the ginseng that you brought up is super great for immune support and again it's like ashwagandha you can get it in a thousand forms and ginseng's actually been around for a long time now even energy drinks have gotten on board and are putting ginseng in their energy drinks and i'm not encouraging that but i'm just <laughs> telling you that you you know, even everybody in the market is fully aware that ginseng does great things, right? And so like, hey, let's make that energy drink kind of healthy because we put an adaptogen in it, but let's not, let's not encourage that. But just saying, because it's all around. The other one is Rhodiola rosea. Mm -hmm. Have you ever heard of that one? Okay. And so that one is actually found in high altitudes. It's found in North America. It's found in Europe and Asia, but that one's anti-aging and cancer fighting. I went and got me some because <laughs> I'm, I'm on that one right now. So then astragalus like you brought up and that has actually been used in Chinese medicine for a gajillion years. Mm -hmm. And it is specific like you said for hay fever and allergies and immune support. So it's really cool. One that is also out there and has been around for some time is goji berries. Mm -hmm. Okay, And goji berry improves your sleep. It helps calm you. It improves just your general overall all 24-hour cycles so that if you have improved sleep, you also have improved energy the next day. But you can take goji berry um, morning and evening. 
So it's like this really lovely cycle. You know, goji berries, kind of, because it's been so popularized now, you can find it in all kinds of things. Mm -hmm. It's much more readily available. And then, of course, turmeric. And turmeric, people don't even think of turmeric as an adaptogen, but technically it's an adaptogen. And now, you know, we have doctors who are referring to turmeric and ginger to help with joint health and to keep uh, pain and inflammation down. And turmeric's a big one. Yeah, all of them. Well, and turmeric full for gut health as well. Well, and I, you know, in fact, even Costco is on the bandwagon of turmeric. And they <laughs> yeah. They've got, I guess, all of the places to get on that. Uh, one thing I did want to, some of the interactions, um, you know, we had talked about how if you do take this and you're taking other drugs, make sure that you do talk to your doctor about that because depending on the type of adaptogen you take and the kind of medicine you may be taking, things like hypertension or diabetes, insomnia, hypothyroidism, and depression, a lot of those have interactions with various adaptogens. Um, some adaptogens may increase your blood create, uh, blood level. Some may decrease your blood sugar level. There's some that can increase your thyroid activity. So there's a lot of a lot of times I, I, when I first started on the path of more holistic way of eating, I thought, well, if it's healthy, then I can eat it no matter what. doesn't matter. I can take any supplement. doesn't matter. So, um, but they do matter. So you do want to make sure that, and if your doctor is not, because a lot of doctors, they don't learn about it in, in med school. It, the more common ones that people come in taking all the time, they do know those, but your pharmacist general as well. So check with, I would check with both of them on those just to see what you think. And um, don't that if you are on medications without talking to them first. Definitely always speak to your your provider so that you find out specifically for you. Now, that being said, it also needs to be a provider that's actually willing to look at the information. Because I've been to a provider where I was like, how do you feel about this? And they're like, oh, why would you be doing that? I'm like, "Um, okay, that didn't answer the question. I'm Mm -hmm. asking you specifically, are these two okay? okay to be taken together. I don't want your opinion on it. I want you to tell me fact. Yeah. It was it was disturbing, so I don't see that person anymore. Yeah, there was a saw at Cleveland Clinic and I wanted to see what you thought about this. This is a sentence they had on this um that I read. Studies show that adaptogens work best for a short duration less than 6 months because your body could build up the adaptogens and their intended effects proving them ineffective over time. And that makes perfect sense to me. So, um, you know, take it for a while, then give your body a break from it. But what what is your thought process on that? Uh, I agree. And I feel that way about most things. Mm-hmm. I feel that way even if you are taking a prescription medicine or you're taking a maintenance medicine that you should speak with your doctor about when's the best time for you to take 30 days off and give your body a break and then go back on them. But now, obviously, like a maintenance med for allergies, if you're doing that, speak with your doctor about what 30 days might be best for you to take a break from that medicine. Mm -hmm. But don't do it like when you're going to be in heightened allergy season, you do that in the middle of the time when you wouldn't be having an allergy, you know, situation, like whether it's Mm -hmm. the height of winter or the height of summer. And I would presume for most people be the height of summer because there's so many winter colds that happen. Right. But Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like in general is give your body a break from all things. Mm -hmm. Now, obviously there are some medicines that you 
you can't possibly give yourself a, a break from if you're, you know, taking a heart medicine or something to that effect. Like, you know, you do what your doctor says, but mm -hmm. if you're if your doctor cares about your health and well-being, then mm. they ought to also be willing to have those healthy conversations with you that would, you know, give you the opportunity to give your body a rest, right? Mm -hmm. Because even even though people don't realize it, but prescription medicines are also stressful on the body. Mm -hmm. Oh, very much so. Something else that we need to probably mention, and I, and again, you and I have not talked about this, so I'm not sure how you feel about this, but adaptogens are generally not regulated by the FDA. And so there's not a process that most of them go through. I feel it's pretty important to stay with one brand so instead of popping around and taking, you know, your grocery store brand, you know, one month and ordering from a Perry or the Anama Mundi or, you know, or any of the other places stick with one brand, it's going to be a little more likely to be the same supplier and the same potency. Interesting theory. I guess I don't have a preference. I use three different apothecaries. I think all of them are quality. So I think when you say sticking with one brand, I'm, I don't know that I necessarily feel that's important, but I do feel mm -hmm. that it's important to check the brands and not be buying crap because there's right. a lot out of there's a lot out there that are crap and so being mm -hmm. mindful making sure that when you look at them that you maybe investigate how that brand is and maybe what the reviews are on it and you know checking mm -hmm. backwards on the brands because I agree with yeah. you there are some where they're not necessarily sourcing the best mm -hmm. plants when they're making them yeah and a lot of times you'll find that they're may go longer and they're cutting it with other products as well. Yes. So, and more doesn't necessarily mean better. So don't go out and decide, well, I'm going to find the most expensive ashwagandha that I can find because that'll be the best. No, not I just have the best marketing plan. But just being, being aware that they do vary. Agree. So making sure that you've, you know, done a little bit of research before you jump. But yeah, I agree mm -hmm. wholeheartedly. I would say the same thing about essential oils. You know, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm pretty picky that you're using a manufacturer that you know is using whole product and isn't like you say, cutting or stretching. And I mean, yeah, high quality, 100%. If you're, you know, buying it at the local grocery store, it might not be the best. There's a lot of information out there. So if you want to Google some stuff, you can check out the Cleveland Clinic, the one that I like, Co, and it's A-P-O-T-H-E-K-A-R-Y.co. So in your studio, I love, Anemi. love, love their website. Yeah, Animi Mundi. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love their website. So if I, uh, I've been thinking about switching over and trying some of their stuff because I do really like that. And in fact, they have a book called called Ritual Wellness uh, Adaptogens, mm -hmm. and it's Herbs for Longevity and Everyday Wellness, and it's just a wonderful little book. It's a very fast, easy read, and it's got all kinds of stuff in it. It's got the folklore and history on the different herbs, it's got stuff on scientific studies based around each one, so it's kind of, it's got a lot of neat stuff and things you can um, get sucked into reading. Yeah, we sell the book at the studio, too. Yeah, so check it out. Cool stuff. Go to it. Perfect. I'm Kat Kahn. And I am Tanya Rice. And this is Two Pittas on a Pod signing off. Thank you for listening to Two Pittas on a Pod. We're grateful you joined us. Join us again for more musings of a couple of yogis. We hope you learned, laughed, and enjoyed this podcast. And we hope you will share your comments or questions.
Email us at twopittasonapod at gmail.com. And like us on Facebook and Instagram at twopittasonapod.